This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Dallas Morning News. It's Thursday, June 15th. My name is Dennis, and this is your Dallas Morning News. Today's forecast calls for isolated thunderstorms in Dallas with a high near 95 and a low near 72. Here are today's headlines. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed a bill aimed at dismantling diversity, equity, and inclusion, or DEI, offices and programs in higher education after months of debate on the Senate and House floors. The bill was challenged by Democrats every step of the way from the Senate Higher Education Subcommittee to the House floor. But starting in January 2024, Texas campuses must eliminate DEI offices, mandatory DEI statements, and training. In addition to closing down DEI offices, the new law prohibits colleges from requiring diversity statements from job applicants and conducting mandatory DEI training. Abbott also signed a bill that codifies tenure into state law and makes it easier for universities to revoke the designation from faculty. In other news, Texas is paying a Dallas lawyer more than $1,300 an hour to aggressively try to extricate from the state a costly, embarrassing lawsuit over how it treats foster children. And the attorney, Allison N. Ho, appears to be swinging for the fences to prove that the state has achieved substantial compliance and improvements to serve those kids. In a filing late Tuesday, Ho announced she and her colleagues from the international law firm Gibson Dunn and Crutcher may call as many as 14 protective services and child care regulatory officials as witnesses at a hearing this month. Ho intends to show then that enough progress has been made to meet U.S. District Judge Janice Graham Jack's remedial orders. Spokesman for Governor Abbott did not respond to a request for comment on why he's hired outside lawyers and whether he wants more robust challenges to Jack's handling of the case. Lead plaintiff's lawyer Paul Yetter said Wednesday that he finds the state's new posture discouraging. Up next, and the day after the Texas House voted overwhelmingly to impeach Attorney General Ken Paxton, the ethics panel investigating his alleged misdeeds issued a dozen new subpoenas that indicate their inquiry is far from over. The list of subpoenaed entities, which was read aloud at the May 28th public meeting of the House Committee on General Investigating, included trusts, banks, two individuals, and ride-hailing company Uber. The panel members did not say at the time what information they were after or how the entities were tied to Paxton's impeachment. But a Dallas Morning News analysis of years of campaign reports, personal finance disclosures, and real estate documents found that many of the subpoenaed entities are jointly linked to the personal and political finances of Paxton and his wife, State Senator Angela Paxton. Records show they include the Paxton Family's Blind Trust, a bank that lent Angela Paxton's campaign $2 million, two apartments they once appear to have leased, and one of their mortgage lenders. The breadth of the subpoenas shows investigators are digging deep into the Paxton's financial affairs and offers insight into the conflicts of interest facing Angela Paxton. 
a McKinney Republican who has not yet said whether she will participate in a Senate trial that could remove her husband from office. More bills were signed by the governor Wednesday. As dozens of family members held posters of their loved ones who died, Governor Abbott signed a handful of bills aimed at combating the fentanyl crisis in Texas. Abbott declared fighting the sharp increase in fentanyl deaths as one of his seven emergency items at his State of the State speech in February. But the legislation he signed on Wednesday has divided lawmakers, experts, and families on how to best address the opioid problem. The four proposals Abbott signed, including House Bill 6, take a tough-on-crime approach that will allow for people who manufacture or distribute fentanyl illegally and lead to death to be prosecuted for murder. The other bills Abbott signed into law designate October as Fentanyl Poisoning Awareness Month, require schools to provide research-based instruction on fentanyl abuse prevention to students in grades 6 through 12, and allow the Texas Health and Human Services Commission to partner with colleges and universities across the state to provide Narcan, an opioid overdose-reversing drug, on campuses. And Texas drivers won't have to take their vehicles into mechanics for annual safety inspections. Beginning in 2025, after Governor Abbott signed the bill eliminating the requirement into law on Tuesday. However, residents in the state's 17 most populous counties will still be required to complete annual emissions inspections, including drivers in Dallas, Collin, Denton, and Tarrant counties. The emissions inspection isn't a new requirement and remains the same despite the new law dropping the safety inspection. The annual fees all drivers have to pay are still sticking around too. Drivers will continue to pay the $7.50 annual fee they were previously on the hook for. But they can pay that fee when they renew their vehicle's registration. Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. Spoken Layer. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.